Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning into the Brain Hickey Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about persuasion, influence, and coercion. Now, I often hear this term persuasion, and people kind of throw this word around with a sense of pride, like I know how to persuade people. Like you have some sort of mighty stick of power to get people to take action when they don't even know it. Like you've hypnotized them into buying your products or services. And you see this a ton with salespeople. They pride themselves on their knowledge of persuasion. And then you hear this word influence. And Robert Cialdini talks about influence at work in his book, Influence at Work, which is phenomenal. Now that book is kind of summed up in this 11 minute and 50 second YouTube video, which I will link to in the show notes. I encourage you to watch it. It will bring some insight into uh, this podcast. Now, persuasion, influence, and coercion. In this digital landscape that we live in, we can't be doing anything except influencing people. All right. And LinkedIn, right? Top influencer. Who are the influencers of your brand or of your target market? Influencer has a positive connotation. These are authority figures who know what they're doing. People want to follow them electively. They've built a brand. They've built a following. There's high integrity involved with influencing people, right? Now, there's a negative influence. You know, maybe you have some kids that are running around that they have some kids that are negative influence. Well, the ones that are positive influence, the positive role models, positive parents, positive teachers and coaches, these are the people that influence our youth. And the same thing with copywriting, with marketing, with brand influence is positive. How do we get people, how do we attract people like a magnet to our brand and then deliver the same exceptional service throughout every touch point from being a prospect to their first interaction to reading your blog, podcast, or book. Then they buy from you. Then they they use your product and, and you have become an influencer. So there are six principles of influence. And Robert Cialdini puts them out. And again, what's funny is you'll, you'll, you'll research this. Some people, Some places call them persuasion. In fact, the link in the show notes is called persuasion, but I like to look at it from an influence standpoint. I'm going to talk about why here in a second. Now, what happens when people use this persuasion pride? Okay, let's think of it that way. Persuasion pride is usually that negative, boisterous chest puff of, of, you know, I can get anyone to buy anything. I'm the sales guy that could, you know, sell sell ice to an Eskimo. We've all heard it. We've all seen them. That's what we really need to avoid. And and for some reason, it can fly a little bit in in in-person sales, but this will absolutely destroy your credibility online and send prospects running when they interact with your brand. Now, when you use these six principles of influence or persuasion in a negative way or in a manipulative context, it turns into coercion. Okay. Now, when we coerce people into doing things, we get people mad. We make them real mad because all of a sudden they're not getting what they expected. And when they don't get what they expected, they jump online and they become a keyboard commando and they write you a horrid review on Facebook or Google or on the BBB or wherever it is that reviews come or they badmouth you on Facebook. And it is much easier to get a bad review than it is a good review because when I'm when I'm really angry and, I, and the company is not treating me justly or fairly, I want to voice my opinion. I want to tell the world. And I'm going to jump online and do it. But when I'm super happy, I am less likely to go tell everybody because I'm content and I move on with my life. So I want to give you some examples of how these techniques of these six principles of influence are manipulated and how your brand could be doing this manipulation, this coercion 
unbeknownst to you, subconsciously, or not even intentional, and how you can catch it and turn it around so you can become an influencer and authority figure in your niche. So let's go over these six principles of influence. Number one, reciprocity. This is if I do something for you, you're gonna do something back for me. So we deliver value first, and then you'll do something back for me. Now here's a good example. When you are in a, uh, excuse me, you got your mail, you have some junk mail, and you see this big big envelope, and there's return it, uh, return labels already with your name and address on them, right? Someone's given you a gift, and inside says, hey, please donate to our charity. This is using this reciprocity principle. Number two is commitment and consistency. And this is the idea that people habitually, no, not habitually, they hardwired make decisions a certain way. And you can observe different people, you know, people that have made bad decisions, bad financial decisions will continue to make poor financial decisions. Whereas someone who continually makes um, decisions to go to the gym and work out daily, they, they become a benchmark of how they make decisions in the future. And it's no different than asking people for small commitments. You see this a ton in in-home sales. You need a small commitment first. Now you start to build this trend and people will start saying yes. Commitment and consistency is really the key to keep getting to yes. How can I get these small commitments of yes, yes, yes. So when you come in for the big close, boom, you get the yes that you are looking for. Number three, social proof. Now we see this a ton, obviously, in the digital landscape. If you go on any sales page or on any website, you're going to see testimonials. Now, if you go on mine, brainhiggy.com, go to the bottom, there's a little slider. I'm going to give you screenshots. The, this is the best way, in my humble opinion, to use social proof. It is unfiltered. You're going to see what real people have to say. Unsolicited emails, uh, LinkedIn comments, or, or Facebook messages, or Facebook reviews, things like that that are just, they're unfiltered. And I'm going to talk about the negative side of this here in just a minute. We're going to talk about the positives first. Number four is liking. This is people buying from someone they know, like, and trust. It's by writing an email that connects with your audience as a friend, using personal dialogue. You're building bonds with people, and people buy from people they know, like, and trust, right? Sales 101. Now, when we can create a likability factor in our communications, which, by the way, is the only people, the only way that people interact with your brand online or in a digital landscape or however you want to put it, they read and they see, and they, that's how they touch and feel is through their eyes and through their ears. And it's mostly through their eyes. You know, nowadays, even with Facebook videos and YouTube videos having subtitles, I even catch myself reading them instead of listening to the audio. All right, number five is authority. Now, authority is literally positioning yourself as a leader in your niche. And that could be from putting out a regular blog or writing a book or having a podcast or speaking to success stories that you've had that people can know about or research. Number five is scarcity. This is, hey, I want to, to have gold. Uh, maybe I'm, a, I'm an investor in precious metals because precious metals are scarce, right? They're not going to make them any longer. Or why we start to collect things, why things have perceived value or people line up to purchase the brand new Tesla before it even comes out. They have a deposit because they want to make sure they get it before they sell out. So this is scarcity in 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 action. Now, again, these six principles of influence, and again, you'll hear them called persuasion, but I like to think of them as influence, can be used in two ways, positive or negative. Positive allows you to be a positive influence on your audience, be a thought leader, get people to buy from you, build a loyal, powerful, brand loyal audience that loves everything that you do and they become ambassadors of your brand. And you use these 
in a negative way, I'm going to highlight those here in a second, and all of a sudden, you become a coercive, manipulative company. You don't follow through, and you immediately lose trust. And we have smart consumers these days. People see through this stuff crystal clear. Okay, now reciprocity. We talked about um, how people use this. Well, I'm going to send you some uh, some pre-made return address labels in exchange for you giving me something. Now, this could be nice thing. It could be not, you know, use your own moral compass there. But reciprocity might be an ebook or, or giving someone something for free. I'm going to give you the first 10 pages of my book in exchange for maybe you like it and you, you're going to buy my book. And in the video that's linked to here in the show notes, you are going to see reciprocity in action and how Robert Cialdini used it, uh, did some experiments with uh, with an audience in sales. It was really, really cool. So here's some of the, the top ways that I see this stuff being used in a manipulative sense. Social proof. Now, I worked with a company a while back. Excuse me. I didn't work with them. I saw what they were doing now. And I watched their sales process and their VSLs, video sales letters. I love doing this as a copywriter. I can see what people are doing. You know, it's how we stay honed in on our craft. What's working out there? What are people doing? And all of a sudden, it cut to that point where their copywriter built in this concept. Now we're going to plug in the social proof. And you watched these testimonials, and it made me want to throw up. They were clearly filmed on a screen, green screen. They were clearly hired from Fiverr or Upwork or something, some sort of professional actor. And they clearly were reading off of a teleprompter. So this right now is building off of, you know, the, the marketing company that was doing this thought they were doing a good job. They were, thought they were doing the right thing. Well, we know these six principles of persuasion. Junk, garbage, right? You could see through it crystal clear. I almost, if I was actually watching this video sales letter, I would run away and turn it off immediately. So if you are using social proof in a manipulative context, stop right now. If you don't have reviews and testimonials, give your product away for free and build them up. Get people saying good things and use social proof in an authentic way. And really what it boils down to with these six principles of persuasion is you're either using them with authenticity or you're using them with maliciousness. And that maliciousness, what's so scary, can come from good intent. So take what you know and apply it with integrity and you will become a top influencer. All right, number five, uh, again, skipping to some examples of this negativity is authority. Now, I was watching uh, a commercial the other day on TV. And unfortunately, I know an individual who's suffering from from addiction, drug addiction. So they called up this hotline and they ended up in a rehab facility and it turns out to have been a total scam. And now what happened? They saw this commercial on TV with a young doctor in a lab coat saying, addiction's a horrible thing, you know, call us, we'll get you in the right facility and your insurance will cover it. Really what it boiled down to was a lead gen scam, okay? They leveraged this authority. It wasn't a real doctor. You read the little small fine print on the TV screen. By the way, I pause it with you know with the uh, DVRs these days, and you can see you know paid actor, not a real doctor. But this is manipulation. This is coercion. People don't pause live television to read the fine print. If the if the message resonates with you they're going to to hear what you have to say. So they've taken this authority and manipulated it to make it look like or appear like a real doctor was on there. Now here's another one. Now I got this direct mail piece the other day. 
is actually sent to my house to the wrong person, to someone who is of social security age. So it comes like this. So it's folded up and I'm holding it in my hand right now. And it says on the top, important benefit information for, and then the person's name. And again, uh, the only reason I opened this was it was a, <laughs> it was a family member. That's the only reason I opened this mail. And, um, so I, I opened it to see if it was trash or not because I was at liberty to do so. Hopefully I didn't just commit a federal crime on my podcast. Um, I did have permission, trust me. So I, perf I opened the side. It almost looked like a tax document. You know how those W-9s and, and 1099s come with the perforation on the side and you got to rip it open. So I opened it up and it says in the headline, 2017 benefit update for Colorado citizens only because that's where me and, and my family member live. And it says the person's name here at the top. The so I'm going to read this to you uh, verbatim, start to finish here. So hang with me. The Social Security Administration has made funds available for final expense planning. There are also state-regulated life insurance programs to help pay what the government does not cover, regardless of your medical condition, even if you've been turned down before. In bold, these programs require no physical exam and guarantee acceptance. Return this card today and you will receive the latest information on how this special program will pay 100% of all funeral expenses not paid by government funds up to $15,000 tax-free. It is, all caps locks, very important that you know all the benefits available to you. To receive your free information and learn how to qualify, simply return this card today. In bold and uppercase, requests will be processed in the order received. So let's talk about how this was a complete coercion, manipulation of these influence techniques. Number one is authority. The authority was the opening sentence. The Social Security Administration has made funds available for expense planning. It makes someone think without analyzing that this is from the Social Security Administration. It isn't. They just reference them. So they're trying to position themselves to get people to think that they're Social Security Administration. This is coercion. This is this is the darkness of marketing that I despise. Okay, then they come in here and they they go into the, the, the bottom is the, the one that jumped out, which was the scarcity. Requests will be processed in the order received. Oh, I need to rush this in or they're not gonna be able to get me my information. And nowhere on here, not one place, I literally read everything word for word there's not one place that says who's this from or who's going to be sending you information. There was just a return label. So you could pop this thing in the mail and, and just say, hey, send me more. And all it was is a way to, to work someone into the sales funnel. So this is coercion here, okay? This is using this these principles of influence in a persuasive, coercive way. So what you need to ask yourself is while you're using these, these, these principles of influence, are you using them out of integrity? Were you using them out of coercion? And what I hate seeing is companies that unbeknownst to them, unknowing, subconsciously, they're taking these concepts and applying it because they're desperate. And don't get me wrong, I've, I've seen it happen. I worked with a company once a while back and they had bandwidth for let's say 15 clients. And I'm giving you some anecdotal background. They had, they had bandwidth for 15 clients at a time and they'd be in a sales demo and they'd say, we have room for one more client. So if, you, if this is something that you'd like to, to do, I'd encourage you to make the decision here within the next week or so. Now, then the next presentation is the same, same thing. And I see it in door-to-door -door sales. All these top trainers in door-to-door -door sales or in-home sales. You knock on the door. You're going in for the appointment. You're looking at your at your appointment book and you say, yes, ma'am, I have two appointments this week. One on Tuesday at 9, one on Thursday at 5 p.m. Which one works for you? 
And, and, and it's, again, it's coercive. It's, I only have these two. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand the concept of conversion. We do it online. We're not going to have 15 different calls to action. We want one button. We want to funnel them into taking one specific action, the one action goal, as I call it. But what happens is when we, when we manipulate our presentation, where we manipulate facts, we are doing just that. We are manipulating and coercing people, coercing people. We want to be authentic in our delivery and use these principles out of integrity. And I fell victim to this because I was desperate to get traction. I thought that's what you did. I thought I was applying all I knew about persuasion and psychology to ink the deal. And all I wanted to do is close the deal. And now it's garbage. I hate it. Everybody knows when your online webinar says only 50 seats available. Come on, guys. People know that that your seats aren't limited. This is the digital world. You have terabytes of data that you can store for pennies a month. Do you really think that the webinar where I'm clearly trying to sell you something, I'm gonna cap at 50 seats? Try some sort of authenticity. Maybe like, hey, you know, sign up for this webinar while our offer lasts or whatever it is that you do. But by all means, use these principles out of integrity, out of honesty and your, your audience, your prospects, your customers, they're going to see it and you have a choice to make. Use these out of integrity and you will become an influencer, a top influencer in your niche. You will build brand loyalty and you will create raving fans. Use this out of manipulation and coercion and your brand will sink like the Titanic. So thanks again for listening. Check out the show notes for more. And that's all we got for this week's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.